Who will be the next leader of Canada's Conservative Party? We know the Prohibitives frontrunner has just declared that he is in. Here is Pierre Polyev from a statement that he made uh, on social media this weekend. Using COVID as a political opportunity, the Trudeau government has attacked small businesses, truckers, and other hardworking Canadians. They target law-abiding hunters and farmers while letting gangsters and gun smugglers run free. See, here's the problem. Trudeau thinks he's your boss. He's got it backwards. You are the boss. That's why I'm running for prime minister, to put you back in charge of your life. Gangsters and gun smugglers. Nice touch there with the strings in the background. That is Pierre Polyev in his uh, statement over the weekend that he is running to be the prime minister. Weird, he doesn't even actually mention the Conservative Party in the thing. Very odd. Uh, He serves currently as the party's finance critic. He was first elected to the House of Commons in 2004 at the age of 24. He served in former Prime Minister Stephen Harper's Conservative government. Uh, Heather Malik in The Star writes of him today. He is a frankly creepy Ottawa MP who radiates cruelty and small-mindedness. Now, keep in mind, that's in the star, but that gives you a sense of what the opinion is of him in some quarters, at least. And the question, I think, has to be, you know, if you take your chief attack dog, and that's really what Pierre has been for the Conservative Party. He's been extremely, extremely um, successful at it, more successful than party leaders in terms of gaining uh, attention. And there are many conservatives within the party that say that they just should hand him the leadership, forget about a long, protracted leadership race. Tim Powers is chairman of Summa Strategies and joins me now. Uh, Tim, what, what's your take? Do you think the conservatives should go quick or slowly when it comes to this conserv- this leadership race? I think conservatives need to take their time, Alan, because it's more than just changing the leader. Um, as has been evident, the party's had, three, five, what, four leaders, if you include the interim, now five leaders. Three elections have been lost. Not much has changed since the defeat of Stephen Harper in 2015 in terms of the way conservatives approach politics, although uh, Aaron O'Toole, I guess, to his detriment, tried to do that. Uh, I think if you go for a quick leadership race and perhaps uh, only a couple of candidates, you're not going to deal with the uncomfortable truths and the challenges that the party has. So I'm all for uh, for a longer game here. Fully appreciating, though, we are in a minority parliament, but um, uh, I, I don't think we are going to be seeing election, at least in 2022. So use the rest of this year, maybe middle of the fall, perhaps, to have a vote to, to see uh, see what can be done. I, I speaking with a, a good friend of mine who is an ardent conservative, and I was saying, expressing what I think a lot of people are concerned about, which is that Polyev might not be able to capture what I like to call the mushy middle, the so-called soccer mm-hmm. moms, those the ring of important ridings in and around Toronto. What's your what's your take on that? Uh, look, um, there's no doubt that Pierre Polyev is a skilled politician. As you rightly described, his skill has mostly been honed in being a vociferous, uh, boisterous critic of the government. He had a little of the current government. He had a little bit of time in the Harper cabinet. Uh, I think back to your previous question, he needs the time to work through a leadership to demonstrate, as he tried to demonstrate in his brief video, 
that he is material for the prime minister's job. I mean, I guess historically, Alan, and you would know these names, as would many of your listeners, people like Sheila Copps, Brian Tobin, Don Boudry, all, all, all well-known liberal critics and very loud and forceful in their day, went on to long and successful political careers. Uh, Tobin became Premier of Newfoundland, as you know, and uh, Sheila was the Deputy Prime Minister. Boudreau was a senior government minister. So you can transform yourself. But I think Heather Malik does point out um, some of the discomforts that people may have with Pierre if they have seen him in his past role. He surely knows this and has to address it. Yeah, back to this friend of mine who, you know, and I posed this question to him. His point was, well, we tried the guy on, you know, in the center and, you know, he was labeled as far right. And speaking of Mr. O'Toole, he was yep. labeled by the liberals as as far right anyway. So, I mean, what does it matter? It, it, it can't be a detriment to have somebody further right on the political scale lead the party. I don't want to upset your friend, and I certainly don't want to break your heart. You covered politics for a long time, Alan, but guess what? There are no unicorn leaders. So it's not simply <laughs> about changing the leader, right? With great respect to your friend. I, it, you have to look at what worked before, and, and God forbid, even borrow from what others have done that have worked. So uh, Harper and Mulroney, two of Canada's arguably most successful recent memory conservative politicians, built coalition, did, did the work to build a, a big tent or a tent of with, with different members and different views, found unifying principles and the like. Justin Trudeau came in after the years of the Martin Kretchen wars and had to rebuild the Liberal Party. The party, the structure, the organization, it's got to stand for something. It's got to be contemporarily relevant to voters in 2022 or 2023. It's modus operandi can't just be Justin Trudeau and the liberals need to go and you are tired of them, so elect us. I think that's been too much of the operating principle over the last number of years. So that is why I say, take your time, get it right. Have, a lot, have as many candidates as you can that are reasonable. Uh, in terms of, you know, having the wherewithal and they legitimately want to have a discussion about the Conservative Party. If you rush and try and brush this all under the carpet, if Pierre Polyev wins or whoever wins, they'll suffer the same fate as the last two leaders, in my opinion. Tim Powers uh, is uh, chairman of Summa Strategies. Last question to you. Um, th these leadership uh, campaigns, they can bring the party together or they can split it apart. There's a lot of consternation that the Conservative Party will again fracture under the weight of the centrist or red Tory wing and the more uh, right wing social conservatives. What do you see? You know, uh, Alan, I used to be a bouncer on George Street in the, uh, in the day, 20 years ago. And it reminds me of George <laughs> Street at about closing time. Uh, lots of people offering lots of views. Uh, it's all a bit rambunctious and bro, the odd fist gets thrown. Uh, it, it's raucous right now. It's, it's a very uncertain time. I don't know if the Conservative Party will necessarily break apart, uh, but there's going to be a lot of wounding and bleeding and bruising, not to get too graphic and throw off your lunchtime listeners, but over, over the next little while, unless, um, again, the Conservatives are prepared to deal with the phrase I'll use again, the uncomfortable truths about why they're in the situation that they are, and have the courage to move forward and address challenges and seek the opportunity that uh, that is there before them. Tim, great talking to you. Thanks for your time again today. Yeah, you're welcome, Alan. Take care.
Tim Powers is chairman of Summa Strategies, talking about the leadership race and whether or not the conservatives should take their time. You are in a minority, so there's obviously an impetus to get a new leader in and get a new leader in place because we don't know when the next election is going to be. But I think we do know with some certainty it won't be for some time. 